Hello and welcome to another episode of Modern Mom Life Live where I chat with different people and share fun tips and parenting hacks, whatever comes to mind and whatever we can do for mom life. I mean, there are so many topics that we can really dive into and what I love about this show is that the sky is the limit. I meet interesting people. I learn more about what's going on in their lives and then they get to share those tips with you. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing some time in your busy week. I know it's crazy, so let's dive in. I'm going to go ahead and invite our speaker in the room, but while she is logging in, I do want to make some quick announcements. Over on the blog, modernmomlife.com, you can now find Oscar watch party games such as the predictions, the bingo game. Uh, What else we got? We got the red carpet bingo card game. If you love to watch the stars come on the red carpet, you can can play a bingo that goes along with that. Maybe there's going to be a wardrobe malfunction. You never know. I'm hoping this year the Oscars will be semi-normal and entertaining. So that's happening Sunday, so make sure you head over to Modern Mom Life for that. I also have some Easter games, activities, um, crafts, all that fun stuff over there. And right now we are doing a new promotion with a sponsor named Gab Wireless. It's a smartwatch and a smartphone without all the dangerous apps and internet that we worry about as parents and I'm testing that out with my daughter right now and I'll let you guys know how it works but so far we love it I'm able to get a hold of her while she is away from me and it's it's really simple to use right now if you use code modern mom life you can get $25 off that purchase and that's over at gab wireless so thank you again for joining the show Um, right now I'm going to call our guest and it's a topic that I'm so excited about family vacations yes they can be extremely fun yes they can be extremely tiresome (laughs) at the end of them and do moms really get a vacation on their family vacations we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about the benefits of taking family vacations and why you need them and how to save money for them I know they don't come cheap these days so um Today's speaker is Montoya. She goes by Monty Hudson, and she is a wife, mother, and stepmother who raises her beautiful tween queens in Houston, Texas. I love that. She is the primary voice behind her family's travel platform, the Spring Break Family, where they share practical tips for families, heritage travel, and ways to make travel education. So go check out her Instagram, too. It's I, I think that's how we connected, actually, is that she shares such amazing content and makes Makes me want to travel all the time. I am going to give you a warning. You're going to want to book a trip after you listen to this. So welcome. Can you hear me? Are you on? Yeah, definitely. Hi. Hi. Thank you for coming on the show. This is so fun. Uh, I've been wanting to chat with you since I followed you. <laughs> uh, now, do you hear some feedback on your end a little bit or no? Let me turn it down a little bit. Maybe that's me. Is it me? Okay. Perfect. Do Maybe I have just, No, I think it's my new headset. I just bought a new headset, and I don't know what's going on. But as long as I sound good on your end, that sounds good, too, because you sound good on mine. So. Okay, good. Yes. Yay, technology. <laughs> yeah, you know, and with a new app, you just don't know what to expect. Um, this We are chatting over on the call-in app, and it's a great way to record and transcribe everything. But sometimes, you know, with new things, you never know what's going to happen. So. Very true. <laughs> so... Well, welcome, and tell us a little bit about yourself and your blog and all the fun stuff. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, thank you for having me. I love talking with other moms, especially other Texas moms. Yay. Um, but my blog, The Screen Break Family, um, our whole premise and how we started is that, um, you know, busy families, we work a lot. The girls have their own activities and things like that. We wanted to dedicate some time in the year to travel with each other and use that time as like a family bonding experience. Um, and so we committed that every year during spring break, um, we would travel as a family, no homework, no work, no chores, no responsibilities, just us spending quality family time together. Um, from there, we've evolved. We travel throughout the year. Um, I'm a little bit of a history nerd, and so we do do a lot of heritage travel, um, which is travel to historical sites to make travel educational for um, our girls and for us, too. Um, and so that's what we do. We talk a lot about gentle parenting, about um, travel, about blended families, because we're a blended family ourselves, um, and anything that's related to just being, you know, a mom. I love that. And when did you get started? What, how long have you been blogging and traveling with your family, like right out the gates or what? <laughs> yeah, so um, we, I was a single mom prior to meeting my husband and my, my bonus daughter. Um, so as soon as my daughter was born, I want to say around six weeks, I started traveling with her. Um, so when I met my husband, he was not much of a traveler. Um, but unfortunately for him, I'm like, hey, you're gonna, we're going to get it together and we're going to go. Um, so once our family formed, uh, when we got married in 2016, we started traveling together as a family. We didn't formally start our blog until 2018 um, when we started getting a lot of questions like, how did y'all do that and where did y'all go? Um, I just found that a website was the easiest place to kind of put that information out there and it's just it's grown from there. Yeah, definitely. I I think that that's how most people start blogging or getting into the Instagram influencer is just you do what you ask questions or provide content to the answers to the questions you're getting the most. Right. So I think that's great. Um, I think I think it's great that you're still maintaining a travel blog, too, because I do know that you know, during the pandemic, it was kind of, it was kind of scary. And like a lot of people wanted to just stay home and it was kind of like, well, what now, what are we going to yeah. do? Um, oh, that sounds so much better. Okay. I can hear you better. Are okay, you there? <laughs> okay. I don't know what it was, but it was just like a little bit of static, like a fan or something like that. Um, so no worries there. Um, I think what I was saying was I get so sidetracked sometimes. <laughs> Welcome to mom life. <laughs> uh, I think what I was saying was, uh, so during the pandemic, did that, did that kind of halt your travels or did you just get a little bit more creative with it? Uh, both. Yeah. You know, we, we both live in Texas. And so I think it's, it's pretty well documented how Texas, um, has handled the pandemic. We slowed down a little bit, but we didn't completely close. Um, and so, you know, for a traveling family, I think that works kind of in our benefit, um, where in, we were able to kind of move around. Texas has a lot of outdoor things. Um, Texas is a really big state. So we got to explore uh, more things locally, um, which was, was great. Initially, of course, like everybody else, we stayed home. Uh, we didn't leave. We didn't do anything. We didn't go outside. Um, but after a while, we started moving around. And it really gave us the opportunity to learn more about Texas um, and the little smaller places and, and kind of hidden treasures around the state. So that was cool. That is so true. And people that move to Texas, they don't realize, or I think a lot of people that don't live in Texas realize how huge Texas is. Like it could be multiple states in one state. You could drive from one end to the other and it's, it's, it's a day trip. I mean, it could take you a good eight, 
10 hours. I don't know, depending on your speed limits, but, but that's great. (laughs) If you're with my husband, you're going to get there pretty fast. If you're with me, maybe not so much, but uh, (laughs) speed limits, that means that you're not supposed to go like past that. We have my husband having this conversation all the time and he's like, no, 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 that's just more of a recommendation. I'm like, okay, do you? (laughs) I feel like we might be married to the same person. That's wild. (laughs) Um, so how, um, so are you more like spur of the moment travel or do you plan it out pretty far in advance? I know right now it's kind of, it's getting better, but I, I remember I used to really plan out my vacations, but now with, you know, how the world is, sometimes I'm just more spontaneous or do you do a little bit of both? Probably a little bit of both. Initially, um, especially because we both worked full time in, in, in a demanding uh, industry, we were, my husband and I were both in healthcare. Um, we did schedule out pretty far in advance because, uh, taking time off isn't really, wasn't really that flexible then, you know, um, since things have changed and we're now, you know, we work virtually, um, and, you know, now we've also kind of been reminded that life is short, (laughs) kind of, you know, you just gotta kind of go for it sometimes. Um, we do plan out our larger vacations, like spring break. We always know when spring break is, um, but we do take weekend trips. We sign up for like travel alerts, you know, when tickets go on sale, um, and things like that. And so we'll take like these kind of spontaneous trips or like plan maybe two weeks to a month in advance. That's really smart. What, what kind of travel alerts do you sign up for if people don't know anything about that? Yes. Okay. This is one of my favorite topics. Okay. So, oh, I'm um, excited. If you live in Texas, there's um, a few websites that I absolutely love. Um, Escape Houston, Escape DFW, and Escape Austin. Um, those sites focus specifically on uh, travel deals from those cities. So you can sign up for their email distribution and they'll email uh, an alert to you saying, hey, there's these tickets for these weeks or weekends or these months where you can travel to this destination for this price range. Um, and they'll even include like uh, example weekends for you to search for where you could get that low price. Um, and it's completely free. I also follow them on Twitter um, and set um, like a notification to pop up on my phone whenever they post. So that way I get like almost like this real time notification when the, the flight deal uh, appears. So they're my favorite. Absolute favorite, hands down. Um, but secondarily, I do use Scott's Cheap Flights. I like them because they cover um, whatever destinations you put in there. So sometimes I'll ask for destinations from like New York or Chicago um, or like cities that I can get to inexpensively. And if the flight deal is really good enough, I'm like, I'm willing to take a flight to somewhere to catch a flight somewhere else. Um, and so I recommend them as well. That's really smart. I tried to do an app um, for flights to Cabo and it kept saying, well, it's it's pretty low right now, but just keep waiting, keep waiting. And then I was waiting for a month, and <laughs> I was like, um, I don't know if I can risk this. So, and so I just booked the flight, and it's it's still going up. So I don't know. So I'm gonna check these out because I'm a little worried about the keep waiting, keep waiting, because nobody really has a future ball, but or you know the future. Yeah. Um, but it was funny. It was like, just keep waiting. And, you know, I'm not really good at that. So no, I love, (laughs) I love that these, these tips, I'm going to follow them as well. Um, so no, this, this is great. And I'm sure you also have some of this information on your, your website as well, how to find good, good travel deals and the best times of the year to travel. Do you also share some budgeting tips or how, you know, there's a lot of people, I'm just going to put my parents on blast. I mean, I didn't travel a whole lot when I was growing up. Just, oh, I mean, we did a lot of road trips. 
which was travel. But, you know, we, we weren't rolling in the cash. Um, and I think a lot of people think vacationing is something that is a luxury, which it surely can be. Do you have any tips on how to save money for vacationing and budgeting? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my family was the same way. We did not travel very often. Um, in fact, our only major vacation that I can remember is we took a road trip from Houston to Austin, San Antonio and San Marcos. And that was like, whoa, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We went to Galveston every year, the same place every year. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So like I was raised by my mom. She was a single mom. And so for us, even just being able to be gone from the house that long was like, it was huge. You know, we went in her car with no AC and those are the things like you remember, but it's kind of like this, this, this side thought, the main thought was, wow, we're out seeing and exploring type of thing. It was just really cool. Um, But I totally agree with you. I think um, we talk about budget a lot to answer that question. So I even have, I have how we allocate our money, how we save throughout the year for any trips that we take. Um, and I have what I call trip toll reports. So every time we take a spring break trip, I have an itemized spreadsheet of everything we spent so that you can see, you know, hey, they spent this much on parking, this much on food. This is how much their airfare was. You can see all of those costs. I detail every single one. Genius. Um, yeah. And so it's not necessarily like, you know, the other person's trip might not be identical to that, but it gives a ballpark range because I think, Money is something that is absolutely essential to talking about anything to do with family, but especially travel, because travel is a luxury. Uh, now, whether you make it expensive or inexpensive, it's still something that's not necessarily a, a necessity for your family. So it's, a, it's a, a splurge, an additional expense. So we talk about budgeting very thoroughly on the website because I think it's absolutely important to talk about yeah, for sure. And um, especially with gas prices right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's no kidding, right? <laughs> I, I was referring back to one of my blog posts on a road trip from Texas to Colorado. And I was like in awe of the gas expense. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I need to ab- update this and say, you know, this is a disclaimer. This is when it was more affordable. Exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I'd imagine, I guess that also impacts air travel. I mean, gas and oil. I mean, it is a thing. So yeah, yeah. just something to be mindful on. Like road trips are great, but also keep in mind the gas. Um, so yeah, And car rentals too. So if you happen to rent a car for your road trip, like if you prefer not to take your car, like we love to travel in a minivan. I can't convince my husband that we actually should purchase a minivan. <laughs> um, but every time we take a road trip, we always want a minivan. And car rental prices are double, maybe even triple of what they used to be. So uh, we were so spoiled back in the day. We really were. Right. And, and we, you know, I do agree. The minivan, I used to make fun of minivans until I... I got to test drive one and I did not want to give it back. They are very, they have come a long way and I think that they're very comfortable and there's so, so many features that just go well with travel. I feel like, but yeah, my husband's the same, same boat. <laughs> Again, I think we might be married to the same person. <laughs> uh, it is funny how opposites attract and they marry each other, but that's a whole nother podcast topic, right? Um, agreed, agreed. And it's probably for the best that we're not alike because then it would just be bonkers and we'd be spending yeah. tons of money um yes. so that we don't have anyway sorry husband yes uh so speaking of husbands that's a good segue here um do you ever travel just alone with your husband like oh, do you yeah. have the means to do that i don't know some people have sitters and some don't um how always a concern yeah yeah it's tough you know I think about what I could have done before I had kids and like (laughs) wow that was so simple to just get up and travel and do it is more of an effort and 
Um, how do you make time for that? Or do you, do you think that's important that moms do, do travel without the kids? Yes, absolutely. I think it's important for, for moms to do lots of things without their kids. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of counterintuitive to being Amen. Um, <laughs> but we need alone time. We need uh, self time for self-discovery. Um, and it's hard when we've been conditioned to put our children's needs first. Um, and the only time that I can really just kind of focus in on myself and listen to myself is when my kids aren't there. Um, otherwise, you know, I can focus on myself a little bit and then I'm always deterred. Like, oh, did they eat? Do they need a snack? Oh, they've been really quiet upstairs. They're probably doing something they should be doing. Let me go check, you know, like that type of stuff. Um, so my husband and I, we do travel um, together without the kids. Um, not as often as I would like, but we try to do at least one to two times a year. Um, lately, we've been traveling just the two of us on our anniversary. Um, and then we travel with another couple Um usually like sometime in the summer time. Um, and every once in a while we'll travel for each other's birthdays because our birthdays are, are really close to each other. Um, but on top of that, I actually recommend that moms travel by themselves as well. So I try to do at least one solo trip, just me. Um, and then I try to do a trip with some girlfriends too. Well, what kind of trips? That's interesting. Um, I just turned 39 yesterday, which, yeah, you know, oh, it's exciting. <laughs> Thank you. But I did ask the Instagram, Instagram, like, what are some things that I should do? Like the 40 by 40, 40 things to do before you turn 40. And somebody told me I need to go to a hotel room. And it seems so simple, but I've yet to do it. And I know for my mental well-being, I should just do it. But you're saying a trip. So I do have some points on my Southwest card. <laughs> Where did you go by yourself? I'm curious. And I know that's going to be different for every mom. What what you like, maybe somebody else won't like or vice versa, but I'm curious to know where you went. Yeah, absolutely. So first, I think you should do both. Um, so prior to me taking like full trips by myself, I did do staycations. Um, and I talk about that on my website too, how to do it on a budget. Um, I booked a hotel through Priceline um, and got an express deal. And I just went and sat in a hotel for the weekend. I happened to get one that was attached to a mall. Um, and it sounds like we both like to shop a little. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes. Probably right up your alley, uh, where I just walked around the mall, did a little window shopping and a little uh, actual shopping, which we won't talk about because my husband's uh, probably listening upstairs. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just enjoyed myself by myself. I took myself to dinner, um, got takeout without having to worry about, you know, kids and got different things to try and ate it in my hotel room in peace and solitude and watched bad TV. So it was, it was great. Um, but for my actual trips, um, let's see the last one, uh, last October, I went to Seattle and then I drove from Seattle to Vancouver and I did that one by myself. That one was amazing. I've always wanted to go to Vancouver. I like, you know, fall weather. I like, you know, the great outdoors, not Texas because it's too hot and there's too many mosquitoes. Um, yes. My husband doesn't. And so it was really nice to be able to do that and enjoy it as something that I enjoy without having to kind of combine our interests into a vacation that we would both enjoy. I just did everything that I wanted to do for almost a week. And it was great. That sounds amazing. Did you ever get concerned with your safety or anything? Do you have any top safety trip or tips for women when they're traveling? I know that we could probably do another podcast on this. (laughs) (laughs) We really could. Um, because I think, again, it's one of those things where it's it's uh, a necessary part of the conversation. I feel like with social media and things like that, like a lot of the important details get kind of glossed over, um, like talking about how much it costs, which I also posted on my uh, page, how much my solo trip to Seattle and Vancouver costs. So that way people would know 
you know, an approximate cost. If you wanted to travel by yourself, here's how much it would cost. Um, and then safety too. So I will give this disclaimer. I grew up in a rough neighborhood. Um, so not very many things scare me. <laughs> yeah, that, that does help. So you, you're probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're a person that is panicked a lot, I don't know if this is for you, but <laughs> I mean, just, I, I used to say, use your common sense about these kinds of things, but you know, I, I don't know what that means anymore with some people. <laughs> so oh, yes, I was going to say common sense isn't really yeah. common anymore, but I, I, I still think it's doable if, even if you're a person that has a lot of anxiety or a lot of worry and concerns, because I am one of those people too. Um, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's actually a benefit when you're traveling by yourself to, you don't have to do anything, right? So if True. you feel uncomfortable, um, you don't have to do it. If you get to a new place and you just want to experience your hotel or the area immediately around your hotel, then just do that. If you want to go out only during the day, just do that. If you only want to go to one place where you know that there's other people there, you want to sign up for a tour um, so you know you'll be a group, then, then, then do that. You don't have to kind of uh, explain your actions or whatever you don't do to anyone. It's a trip for you. So only do what you're comfortable with. I will say the one thing that I recommend for everyone traveling, whether you're traveling solo or with your family, is to have an anti-theft purse. I have like a million of them. Um, and anytime I travel on it um, to close your purse. So that way that somebody can't like unzip your purse and, and take out it, take your stuff out of it. So that is, I recommend across the board for everyone, an anti-theft purse. That's awesome. That's a great tip. Yeah, I think... Um... I think a lot of moms deal with mom guilt and just, you know, even taking an hour for themselves to take like a bath or something. I mean, we just got to get over that. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? And it's, yep. gonna, and it's, it, listen, I still have my moments as well. Um, but I think if you take some time for yourself and maybe travel is not your hobby, um, maybe it's something else, but I do think it's important to have that self discovery that you were mentioning earlier. So great tips. Um, was your husband on board at first when you told him you were going to go away for a week with like, he must be really good with the kids like that. And he's listening. So um, he's got to be like the best dad. I imagine. <laughs> oh, he's the best man. Ever. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. No, really pretty cool. It, it's, um, he has a saying and it always like makes me giggle, but whenever I'm like, Hey, I want to, you know, cut my hair off or I want to do this or I want to go travel for a week. He goes, whatever floats your boat, you have a boat and you need to float it. Just let me know what you need me to do. And that is what he says to almost everything. It's great. <laughs> that is a great tip. And if any other husbands or dads are listening, you need to take that and say that to your wife right now. <laughs> <laughs> because we are going through a lot in the last couple of years. It's, you know, it's been a lot more. So anything that we can do to find some joy and some time to explore other places. Um, and, you know, we have a lot to offer here in Texas, but I do think there's so much more out there to teach our kids um, instead of t reading about it in a book, showing them. Um, can you talk a little bit about what you've seen, the benefits, benefits of traveling as a family? Are you noticing your kids are a little bit more educated in certain subjects or just talk about the benefits of traveling for a while. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I mentioned we're, we're, well, well, I'll say we, I was going to say I am a history nerd, but now we all are because <laughs> we've all gotten into it. Um, so one of the things that I'm really proud of for my girls um, is that they, the history know it backwards in front, right? So uh, my 12 year old, she's in seventh grade, and, you know, for seventh grade, it's, it's Texas history. And, 
they're talking about topics in class. And she's like, oh, you know, I know about that. Oh, I've been there. Um, we even did a partnership with the Texas Historical Commission, um, you know, that they maintain the historic sites around the state. Um, and so she'll say, oh, yes, I've heard of that one or oh, we've visited that site. Um, they've been in the Texas Historical Commission's travel guide. <laughs> so she'll talk about that during her class. Um, and so it's just this extra layer of knowledge for them. I think for kids especially, um, there's things that they can hear about and learn, of course, or even memorize and you know take it to heart. But when they see it and experience it, it, it adds a whole different layer. So um, one spring break, we went to Charleston and we toured a uh, former slave plantation and it was really neat. The The tour guide lady, she's like, you know, come over here. I want to show your girls something. So she walks us to this building that used to be the cotton gin on the plantation. And she shows us this one brick and there's a small indentation in it. And it's the fingerprint of uh, a child who was enslaved at that plantation. And when they made the bricks, she told us the story how they made the bricks for the buildings. They have to grab the hot material and kind of shape it into this brick. So that way it cools and it looks like what we know as a brick. Well, it's so hot that it would leave, you know, their fingerprints in the brick. And so our, our girls got to put their fingers in this fingerprint of a formerly, you know, a, a child who was enslaved at that plantation. And that, you know, those type of moments mean a lot to, to me as a parent for them to be able to experience stuff like that. But for them to that cement in their memory of, you know, this is what happened here in this country. And this is how far, you know, we've come as a collective group of people. But also our history, especially as, as a black family, is is their legacy. Right. It's to know <laughs> where we came from and, and how far are we still trying to go. Um, and for me as a parent and for them as kids, for their future development, it's just really been just um, immeasurable for them. On top of that, they're way more independent, right? So like we travel and they're like, oh, I got this and we're going to do that. <laughs> we're going to do this in and outside of the airport. Um, and I think being able to go new places and experience new things have really like gifted that to them. I love that. That's a great experience. And I do think it's important that we know our history, that we don't necessarily erase it or forget about it. Um, Because you're right, we can learn so much from from our history and our kids. You know, a lot of times they don't believe what we tell them. (laughs) But if you're showing them like, hey, look at this. I think even tour being a tourist in your own community, there's so much you can learn about the history and how your community came to be. And so many teachable moments that we can get that aren't necessarily on a computer screen. You're getting that hands-on interaction. So kudos for you for making that effort. I know sometimes it's easier to just stay inside because as, I mean, I don't know with tweens, I'd imagine they're maybe a little easier to travel with or maybe not depending on, (laughs) on the attitudes. Um, But I know when I had toddlers, it was kind of hard to make that effort. But what do you, what do you say to people that, that think their kids are too young, like they're not going to remember it anyway. So why even bother? Um, Like, you know, toddlers, maybe five and below. Yeah. And so we've been traveling, um, like I mentioned with my little one, I started traveling with her when she was about six weeks uh, uh, old. Um, We lived in a different state from my family. So we would travel back home to my family. We would go on trips. Her first real vacation, I took her to uh, San Diego. It is an actual it's an extra layer of preparation that's needed when you travel with smaller kids. Um, a lot more uh, luggage comes with you too, right? You need the stroller, yeah. you need the car, you need this, you need that. Um, it's, it can feel like a lot. Um, but I think in watching, you know, from my formerly toddler kids or small kids to now tweens, uh, watching their development, I think 
it has really embedded a lot of certain principles into them of independence and exploration and just being naturally inquisitive because we go to these places and they see these things and they ask questions and that translates back into their home activities and and school and just their life in general. Um, But for people who feel like kids aren't going to remember certain things, one, I will say, I think kids remember way more than than we give them credit for. Um, And then two, I think how we feel as parents being able to provide these experiences for our kids is really underrated, right? So people are like, oh, what about the kids? The kids won't know this. and The kids won't know that. I'm going to wait till the kids are old enough for this. But what about you? What about you as the, the mom and as the, and as the dad to be able to see your kids have these experiences and the memories that you get from spending this type of quality time with them? That matters too. And I think that really needs to be included in the conversation of how will it make you feel to be able to see your kids running across, you know, some white sand beach in Florida or seeing them putting their fingerprints in the brick building where, you know, history actually literally was. And how do those things make you feel as a parent? That matters too. I agree with that because there's a lot of criticism about taking young kids to Disney. You know, you're going to spend all that money. They're not going to remember. But you know what? When I saw my son last year get so excited to see the fireworks, I I cried. I was like, oh my God, am I here? I'm at Disney for me. I'm again, I didn't go to Disney as a kid. So for me, I I felt like it was kind of more for me than it was for him. I mean, he may not remember that, but by God, I'm going to remember it. And I don't know. Those are the moment, like all the stress, all the, all that stuff kind of just fades in the background. Once, once you have little moments like that, isn't that parenting in a nutshell though? It's like such a roller coaster. You're like, oh, up and down. Um, Well, before I let you go, I do have a few more questions. Uh, What's been your favorite family trips? I know that's kind of hard to nail down, but are there any that really pop out to you as I would imagine Charleston was one of your favorites for the history component alone? And I've heard they have great food. I've never been, but... Oh, yes, they do have really good food. Um, Yes, so we actually... We rank our trips at the end of every trip and I'll ask them. I'm like, hey, so, okay, well, what's the new order of your favorite trips that you've taken so far? So this is a fresh topic on my mind because we just got back from uh, our latest spring break venture. So um, I would say my absolute favorite trip that we've taken is we went to southern Spain. So we flew into Barcelona. So we experienced Barcelona. We rented a, a, a Sprinter van and then road trips from Barcelona to Valencia and then from Valencia to Madrid. Um, and so we stopped along the coast and uh, saw these like small towns that I'd never heard of, but I guess Spaniards or Europeans have. And so it was like, you know, little touristy beaches type of thing. Absolute favorite vacation that we've taken so far. Um, in fact, I'm trying to convince my husband that we should buy <laughs> a house on the beach in Spain with what money I have no idea, but we need to make it happen. Um, I'll let you know if I ever get him on board with that plan. <laughs> if he's listening, I support this decision and I think you need to invite me so we can do a live show over there and tell the people what we're experiencing in real time. So that's my vote. <laughs> He's going to say, never talk to that girl again. (laughs) Who is she? Where'd she come from? Um, Yeah, it's, you know, my internet friends are some of my best friends, honestly. Um, We understand each other. Yes, yes. It's a crazy business for sure, but it's it's a fun one. So what does traveling with purpose mean to you? I know you, you say that on your website. That's one of your missions, your goals. What does that mean to you? 
Um, so we have a, a phrase, we call it meaningful travel. Um, it just means that when we travel, we try to um, learn something or be enriched by it in some type of way. Um, so that's, you know, if we visit a place, we try to find a history museum or some museum that explains the local culture there so that we can have a deeper understanding of it and not just, you know, the touristy sites that are there. We do those two, um, but we make it a mission to kind of combine the educational and meaningful um, and historical aspects of the destination with the fun part that most people go to as well. That's great. And if a, if a family doesn't homeschool, there, there's still opportunity for them to travel, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. We don't homeschool. I mean, if, if, unless you count that one year of forced virtual school. Yeah, for forced <laughs> homeschooling, yes. I think we all earn the, that badge. Right. <laughs> um, but that's, that is, as my husband says, that's not my ministry. Um, I cannot do homeschooling type stuff, all props to the people who do. Um, I know several homeschooling moms. And in fact, I'm in some of those groups because I just like to, to learn from the techniques that they use, but that's mm-hmm. not my, my strong point. And I think I'd be doing my kids a disservice um, <laughs> by taking over their education, um, but we can supplement it. Right. So like, like I said, the Texas historical sites we've been to helps my seventh grader in her Texas uh, history class. So we take full advantage of school breaks, extended weekends and things like that to make sure that uh, the girls don't miss uh, their school because they're they're having a stable home base is as, just as important to us as taking them out on the road and having them experience, you know, new places. So we try to balance those two. And I think it's absolutely doable. Yeah, for sure. I Every once in a while, and it drives my husband a little nuts, um, I will think, oh, we're going to quit our jobs and we're going to sell our house and make a lot of money because the real estate's kind of crazy right now. Um, yeah. But And then we're going to live in an RV and try, and I follow these bloggers and they make it look so easy and so glamorous. And some of them do show the, the headaches of it and yeah. such. And he's like, he brings me back down to earth. And I think, <laughs> I think it would be so like, that's my fantasy is to, to travel, do the ultimate road trip around the United States. But I think I need to, a slice of reality as well, that it is for certain people. And, um, you, you would have to homeschool for that. Absolutely. That would be too challenging. But if that's, if that's up your passion, if that's what you're good at, then I say do it. But, but you can't, what you're showing us today is that you can, have your kids in school um, and just take advantage of those times that are extended weekends or the summer and kudos for the virtual remote um, office because yeah, you've gotten to go on more trips because of that. It's been, that has been a blessing for um, the change in our lives lately. So I do like that. That's nice. Me too. Me too. But yeah, I follow those same bloggers that, you know, RV full time. And then I follow some that, you know, they work virtually um, and their kids are also in school, but they travel like every weekend. (laughs) Um, Oh yeah. We're not that. And so it is, I I think social media can be a wonderful, wonderful inspiration um, where you seek families doing things that you didn't necessarily think were possible, or they just introduce new uh, ideas. Um, Mm -hmm. But especially on my platform, I try to put my feet down and be like, Hey, just so you know, you don't have to, you know, do it exactly how they're doing. If you want to travel a lot, you can still say you travel a lot without traveling all the time. Uh, it's okay to balance life at home with life outside of the home too. So that's great. That's, that's a relief for a lot of people because it's hard <laughs> to keep up with, with that, you know, and not a lot yeah. of people 
well, A, have the means to do that and B, have the strengths to do that too, because it is, it's not as, it's not all fun and games. It's a lot of work, I'd imagine. So it is, it is. And sometimes you just miss your bed at home. (laughs) You know what? I have noticed that. And I didn't know if that was just me getting older. Um, (laughs) Probably, probably a lot, but I feel like the older I'm getting, the more bougie I'm getting. I'm like, no, I don't know if I can sleep. No, we're not sharing a bed anymore. Like with the girls trip sometimes I'm like, unless I really know you, like, you know, it's just, I don't know if that was a thing with age or just, I don't know. But yeah, I feel you on that one. It's like, we're adults here. Let's spend the extra money if you can. Exactly. Pay convenience, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I have enjoyed speaking with you. I think we could go on all day, to be quite honest, because you're just a joy to talk to. And we just love talking about our husbands, obviously. (laughs) That's that's what moms, everyone started a podcast so you can just talk about your husbands. (laughs) They hopefully they don't listen. Um, But anyways, no, it's fun. It's it's that's that's a whole nother topic, marriage and traveling and all that fun stuff. And, you know, you're right about one thing. I mean, our kids, our kids are such a gift and they're only going to be here for so long. They're going to be moving out of the house at some point and they're not they're going to be too cool to hang out with us. Um, So take advantage while you can, you know. Yep. Yep. The phrase that helped me start my uh, commitment to travel is the 18 summers principle. You only have 18 summers with your kids. What are you going to do with those 18 summers? And so I always keep that in the back of my mind, especially, you know, we have a 12 year old and in my head, I'm like, Oh, she's going to college like tomorrow. Um, and so you just make the best use of the time that you have um, because it is short lived. So. Well, I'm going to go cry now. That just depressed <laughs> me. <laughs> No, I'm going to, I'm going to go plan the ultimate summer and no, let's be realistic. Sometimes you can't always be ultimate, but you can try and it's a balance, like you said. So thank you for your tips. Where can we follow you to get more of your travel tips and just see what's going on in your everyday life? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm most active on Instagram at the spring break family. Um, And then my website is www.thespringbreakfamily.com where we have our itineraries, um, budgeting uh, tips, budgeting worksheets, and all that fun stuff. That is going to help so many people that maybe just feel very overwhelmed by the planning process. Do you plan all your trips yourself or do you have help from travel agents or anything like that? I plan all of them myself. We did do a surprise trip with Pack Up and Go um, that has completely changed my world. Um, (laughs) I've heard of this. Now you have to let go of control, right? You have to like completely follow what they say. Wow. You have no idea where you're going. And it's actually surprisingly for a type A person like me was a relief. I got to relax and enjoy the trip, you know, ask someone else questions and report issues to someone else without me having to handle it. And it was absolutely amazing. So we probably end up doing more trips like that, but I do enjoy planning like our, our major trips, you know, together as a Maybe I should add that to my list of 40 things to do is try one of those trips because I can be a little type A as well. So okay, cool. I'll check out your website um, and look into that. Hopefully they don't send me somewhere scary. (laughs) They send me to the pantry. (laughs) This is not a vacation. No. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm derailing. I'm out of control. Somebody take the phone away from me. Um, (laughs) Anyways, well, thank you again. And I would love to have you come back on. I know you have some other passions or tips that you can share, especially about gentle parenting, which I probably need to learn more about. 
Um, right now I'm following a chaotic parenting plan. So that would be, probably be really all? beneficial. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And we will chat soon. Exciting news. This podcast will be on Apple probably today later i would i would hope because i just i just searched and it's on apple and spotify so i will share it with you and thank you again if you guys want more information head over to the spring break family and meet her husband her kids do you have pets do you travel with pets i forgot to ask that no we do have we have a puppy his name is teddy um he is not quite old enough for us to take him out on the road just yet but that is definitely in our travel plans Oh, good. Because, yeah, don't forget about the pets because that can be, yeah, don't leave them at home alone. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm silly. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, thank you so much and we will chat soon and I'll see you over on Instagram. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Bye-bye.